Hello, this is Southwest News Media's sports podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Tom Chardon with Dan Huss, Eric Croucher, and Todd Abel is back from his southern bogey-filled golf trip. For the week of February 1, we're talking about Sunday Super Bowl game and section high school playoffs. Well, cold enough out there for you guys? What have you guys been doing the last couple days? Mind you, we're recording... Here on Thursday, it's like minus 13 degrees outside. There hasn't much to cover the last couple of days. Everything's been canceled except Xbox One with the 10-year-olds. Yep. That 10 year, 11-year-old's been loving the Xbox. The days off the last two days, playing Xbox 10 straight hours each day. We went back to Wii. The really? Wii day. <laughs> well, when you have a 5-year-old who loves baseball, uh, some of the other games are a little more advanced, so we, we put, them in, put them on the Wii and... He's love that. The two-year-old, well, he's kind of just stir-crazy. The 15-year-old just sleeps all day. So ready <laughs> ready to send them back to school. Ready to send them back. I was ready on Wednesday, and then you get the call. Pushes it back another day. And I think they got kind of put in a box when they canceled on Monday. They couldn't cancel on Thursday with the right. cooler temperatures. Dan, can you, can you recant the stories uh, back in the day about what uh, – what you would have, what you would have gone to school on on days like this, I'm guessing. Barefoot. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you, I mean, even I, I think it was uh, Pat Kessler or somebody on Twitter was talking about with the bread bags in your boots and yep, regular that. chopper yep. mitts. I mean, that's what we did. See, I was I was you know raised in the Arnie Carlson days where we just everyone didn't go to school. I had a pretty you know pretty soft uh, childhood, so. It's just uh, it's passing it on to my kids. But that kind of brings us to our first point. Super Bowl. <laughs> imagine, imagine if the, the media from around the world had to deal with this cold this week. They were complaining in Georgia because it was single digits in Georgia uh, this week where, where the game's in Atlanta. Now, it was cold last year. It was really cold last year. It was single digits. But imagine the complaining on Radio Row, if Super Bowl well, you could last year, if it was yeah. Yeah, well. well, if it was last year, you wouldn't be able to do anything, go down Nicollet Mall or have all the concerts they had, and that would have been a. I mean, there was a lot of Minnesota people that were hoping this was last year. <laughs> yeah, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a disaster for Minneapolis, St. Paul. If that would have, this would have been last year, yeah, it'd have been our last Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to get another one until they get a new stadium. Another new stadium. <laughs> new stadium so. No, it was still pretty cold, and that was the big topic from everyone. Even even with just single-digit temperatures last year, everyone was complaining about the, the, the cold and, and such. So, good thing it was not this year. Atlanta has it. The L.A. Rams, not, not the St. Louis Rams, like I've been telling people. <laughs> we don't get the Missouri matchup, but uh, we got the Rams – and the Patriots, yep. go figure. Is this well, the Patriots' third year in a row? Third year in a row. Four of the last ninth, five. Ninth for Tom Brady and Bill, Ch- Bill Check. Super Bowl. They're five and three, right? Or five and two now or something. Something like, like something. that. Too Brady many. says zero chance of retiring after the game. Huh. Why would he? Why would he? Yeah. Well, so he hasn't been, t- like I said last week, he hasn't been sacked one time in the playoffs. So, yeah, let me just sit back, pick apart defenses, throw a little... Little white guys and uh, <laughs> with, with teen teen numbers and it, it's uh, what a system. Who wins? Patriots. 
Patriots didn't win last year in a game they could have won, so they find a way this year, right? I mean, Cordero Patterson. I don't trust Goff. He'll get his. He'll get his ring. Patterson will get his ring. <laughs> Cordero Patterson will get his ring. I don't trust Goff. I think he's got to hit him a few times and take him right out of this game. I think the Patriots are going to win by a couple touchdowns. If the Rams are going to win, they're going to run to a victory. They're not going to need Goff. I thought uh, I was kind of wasn't. I don't know if I was impressed by Goff in the Saints game, but I was. He caught me playing better than I thought he would. He played well. He, was, he started off really bad. Yeah, really bad, and then he came came on and got them the victory with a little help from the refs, but. So I was impressed. I think, I think the Rams might pull it off on Sunday. I, I like what the Rams have as a team, uh, but that experience factor can, can go a long ways in, in games like this, uh, you know. And I think, I don't know. There's just, I mean, how can you bet against Tom Brady? If he, you know, if the running back or whatever had thrown a better pass to Brady on that uh, on that that quarterback route last year, yep. Patriots would have won another one. But well, they I just. Seattle, so it all evens out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I think, I, you know, if I'm the Rams, I just turn around and hand the ball off a bunch. I know they've, they've used their one-two punch with Gurley and C.J. Anderson. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, this guy's journeyman. But uh, and defend James White. That guy gets. 17. Is he still on the Patriots? Isn't that yeah. the? Yeah, he's, they throw the ball to him 17 times a game, just little screen passes and dumps, and he goes. Sony Michelle made a difference in that. I was game. Say, he takes Rex. the pressure off Brady. Yeah. But, but he's not catching 15 passes a game. Yeah. Isn't that Rex Burke? I mean, my goodness, they have like all these. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't draft a, uh, a Patriots running back. You never know who it's going to be. Darn it, I drafted one this year. Didn't Sony Michelle have over 1,000 yards? Maybe he did. Maybe, and he missed a couple games with injuries He's pretty and stuff. good. He's explosive. They haven't had an explosive running back like that probably since probably since Corey Dillon. Dillon. Corey Dillon. They tried to get Lawrence Moore, former Gopher Maroney, to be that way. <laughs> he didn't quite pan out, He didn't though. pan out. Is this the most unexciting match? I mean, like, is there anybody who's excited mm-hmm. about this game? I mean, I've heard this all week. Like, it's kind of like ho hum. I mean, well, the like Patriots the, being there is probably a bad thing. Patriots fans are bored of the Super Bowl, and the re- LA fans just don't don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we got a team. Yes, we have two of them. Well, maybe the difference could be the, the, the missing uh, Cooper Cooper Cup. He was uh, golf yeah, safety you. valve, and I think he makes golf better. But my but fantasy he's, he's football been team missing went down. What? Yeah, it's been like yeah, he got hurt like three, four week, uh, week three or four, came back for one week. And then he blew up his knees. So yeah, I uh, yeah, my fantasy football team took a hurt. <laughs> if he had played the Vikings every week and got two touchdowns and 150 yards, I, I might have won a fantasy football championship. But not this year. But I'm just not excited. Like I'm more excited about whatever food people are gonna make uh, than this game. So I'm just excited. It's gonna be 43 degrees here. <laughs> <laughs> that will be exciting. That will be great. Watch it outside. Well, we won't be breaking it down next week because we don't really care. Do we? <laughs> I mean, there's a missed blown call by yes. another ref that Roger Goodell ignores for a couple of weeks. Doesn't have the lure. I was I was lucky to, to attend it attend the Super Bowl last year. Top row between two guys from Germany. So <laughs> that was kind of a fun experience. But yeah, so I just yeah, I'm just not intrigued and now that the Big Lebowski uh, commercial has kind of been released, and it's really not a Big Lebowski. It's just a little part. 
I've got no interest in Sunday's game. But it doesn't mean you should. Will is there you gonna watch be, it? Is there going to be a Marvel? Will I watch it? Heck yeah. Be a Marvel 4 commercial? Avengers 4 commercial in the Super Bowl? I wonder. There's got to be. How could they blow that chance? Well, Batman, Sam's Ben Affleck. There you go. Affleck's out. <laughs> Nobody cares about the DC. And there we go. We, we, Todd, you missed it last week. We were talking. We, we segued into comics uh, movies. So that's Tom's big thing here. Tom should have his own podcast. There we go. Yep, we got we got Marvels. We got wait Captain uh, Marvel in March. We got Marvels uh, Avenger Four in April, and we got Spider Man Far From Home in June. I mean, what can, you can't get any better than that. <laughs> My kids are excited. Well, back to the high school beat. Big week for us sports editors. Back we to work tonight. Well, going ahead, high school the winter season. Is winding down. It starts to wind down this week. Dance uh, dance sections begin this Saturday. They're also the following Saturday. Uh, we have Alpine Ski for most of our area that next week. Nordic Ski same week, same starts week. to counting down the days to, to, to tournament season. And what excites you the most about this time of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Nothing? I know. I, I, obviously, they high school hockey and, and the basketball is getting better and better every year, I think, in Minnesota. So, I mean, that's, we got a section in two with five yeah. ranked teams, so that's got to be somewhat exciting. Somebody's on the road. It's <laughs> a top ten team. A top ten famous. team will go on the road to start the boys' basketball. Well, we got girls' hockey starting Friday, next Friday, section two, and the seedings come out this weekend. Sunday. What's, uh, what's the seedings going to look like? Well, number one is the winner of the 3 o'clock Saturday game between Eden Prairie and Minnetonka. Number two is the loser. <laughs> <laughs> and three, four, five are between Shakopee, Chaska, Chan, and Holy Family. Which order is it going to be? Or well, which order do you think it should be? I mean, it depends on whether you're a body-of-the-work kind of guy like Tom. Or if you kind of look at the head-to-head matchups, like me, are you guys kind of maybe in the middle? I mean, Chaska-Chan, I think they have like 16, 17 wins. They're 8-1 and one in, uh, in 2019. Their senior goaltender hasn't lost a game since the season opener. But they did lose to Shakopee by a goal. They tied Shakopee uh, at the tournament. They beat Holy Family. So they're, they're right. They're, they're, they... They think they're the three. Shockey thinks they're, they're, they're the three. Shockey thinks they're the three because of the no Shockey's about five hundred on the year. I think they're about twelve and twelve and ten. But they've their schedule. They played Egan three times. They played Wyzetta. Beat Chaska. The only thing, the only blemish they have, I guess, in the section is losing the Holy Family, which might hurt them come seeding time. But I didn't know Chaska was one zero and one against Shockey and beat Holy Family and. I don't. The SEC hasn't had a ranked team all year, so based on that, I would give Chaska Chan the three. The SEC was better in girls hockey. Maybe. Egan hasn't been ranked. No, Egan. No, Egan's been, there has not been a section the SEC team ranked all year in the top ten. So, just based on that knowledge, I didn't know they were one zero and one and one and zero. Chaska against those two teams, I'd probably go with um, Chaska Chan as the three. Yeah, and I, I mean. There's, I don't know if there's much difference 
ROH is going to be the eight. <laughs> they lose the new preg? They've got, yeah, they've got 19 losses. Well, Bloomington, Bloomington might be there, too. Um, Prilek's got 19 losses. Well, there's that. They do have Shock B, I think, on tonight or Thursday or Saturday. I can't remember. I think it's tonight. That's their last statement. So that could, they, could, they, could, they could derail a little Shock B uh, hope for number three with a win. But here's something to ponder about Section 2. And Section 2 is pretty solid in boys' hockey. You know, it looks pretty pretty wide open in boys' basketball, too. Girls' hockey, they're the, the top ten misses hockey, or miss hockey players of the year, goaltenders of the year. Not one person in the in the, the semifinalist for the player of the year from our section. There's one girls you know uh, girls goaltender, and that's Bloomington Jefferson's sub 500 goaltender. So there's one player. Where are they all? But now these are all those are all seniors. I get it, I but just that just say, shows you that Eden Prairie doesn't have a lot of seniors. No, I don't and, think Minnetonka has. No, a lot Minnetonka of doesn't have a lot, but that still shows you just how wide open this is. They're just. Anybody in those top five, probably even Holy Family, uh, they're 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 really young. They're all freshmen, sophomores. They don't have a single senior on their on their roster. They just played Breck, who's number one in state or number two in state, uh, to to a uh, overtime game. So uh, they've got a really good goaltender. So I mean, it's kind of wide open. Minnetonka, they've looked really good sometimes. They've beaten uh, Andover when they were number one. Uh, they you know they've they've played they beat Eden Prairie. But then again, they've also lost some games. But they just lost a, a dying of five to four. So shows you Minnetonka has got got the capability of being good. But putting together three games, I mean, when right has now we it haven't seen been that. Other than Minnetonka, it's never been other than Minnetonka since this realignment. Yeah, Eden Prairie or Minnetonka. Correct. And you think this is the year? Well, Shock. No, I don't think Shock. We made it to the finals last year. Yep. Maybe Minnetonka. So they're trying to bust through that ceiling. So what you're saying is. Three or four good teams are not going to make it out of Section 2. And then at Section 3, Egan's going to be the one seed and Burnsville's going to be the two. Well, I don't – I mean, I think Section 2 girls hockey, whoever whoever comes out is the one deserving team. I mean, there's <laughs> – you, you look at Section 6 and you got you got Edina and you got Blake. Well, then wasn't there an uh, argument you know, on so Twitter about getting the bad, good teams at state? So, I mean, there, I think the argument was for basketball or five yep. ranked teams. And so now you're going to have – some pretty good hockey teams in Section 2 out. I'm not saying Section 3 is bad because Burnsville's been pretty good this year. They've still lost a Shakopee twice. Like Egan, Egan's got a pedigree where they've been pretty good over the years, but one of those teams is going to be in the state tournament, and three or four of those other teams, and including Section 6 where there's... Three of the top five. What was it? Blake, you, got, you got Blake, Blake and Dinah and Wyzetta. Are going to be out, so... <laughs> There's that old top three teams. People want to see the best teams in the state, and I remember that Twitter argument where, you know, when you got a section like that and four teams or three or four teams are out, and you got some sections where there's going to be some in. There's that age-old argument. Okay, well, if you want the best teams at state, look at dance. <laughs> last last year was the uh, like the, there was two years in a row and. Uh, where the six finalists in jazz and kick all came from sections one and two. Nobody had made it from section three and four in a couple years. Finally, somebody, I think ousted Prior Lake or something to get, get into the finals last year. I mean, the, the, the balance 
the balance. You want the best teams. Well, section one section, is pretty good too. They got Eastview, Lakeville, oh, yeah. Lakeville, South Prior Lake, and then it falls off a little bit. But I mean, section two, you have you have Eden Prairie, who probably won't even sniff uh, a top three finish, and they used to be one of the best programs in the state, and you know, and just shows you. Uh, you got Wyzetta, Chaska, Maple Grove, and Adina's really risen. I mean, Ch- Chanaston's getting better in dance, and you know they're almost like they're the hoping dance. for a miracle. Just to, you know, <laughs> does dance need to do something different? But is that any different than cross country? It is. Yeah, it's worse than cross country. Six in section two. True. Every I don't know how you, I don't know how you solve that in the toughest. individual sports or the sports like that where you don't have really head-to-head, but I've always said in hockey, when you have Section 2 is as strong as they are and then you have Section 1, why not get to the semifinals? Your semifinals winners then cross over. Yeah. You, well, go, you, like, go, you go play, you go, the Section 2, the Section number 2 seed, Whoever's the lower seed from Section 2 goes to play the top seed from Section 1 in the championship game, and the, top, the second seed from there goes to play the top seed. Now, some some years it might be different, but this year you would have, you could potentially have uh, Minnetonka, Dean Prairie, so let's say 1 and 2 in hockey. Well, now they got to beat a Lakeville North instead of a Minnetonka to get the state. And that Lakeville South teams, who's probably the number 2, or maybe they got to go in and beat Minnetonka. You might have certain now you might get two of those teams in if you just cross over one and two, three and four, five and six, seven and eight. But, I mean, that's what they do in 6A football. Is it travel or, I mean, is it just because they're all they used metro to be teams? They 6A football crossover. Yeah, yeah I think well, it's the state high school. The high school they can say we want a geographical representation. Yeah. And they've, they've allowed and it in football. Kind of and they, they still yeah. can do that. And I always, like in wrestling, wrestling is a perfect example. In 3A, they got the one and two teams in section two, and the 2A, one and two, Casson and Simley in the same section. You can do the section and then kind of tweak them. Like he can move Shockby to section six in yeah. wrestling, and yeah. it would be perfectly fine. And then you get Shockby and Apple Valley both for the state tournament. And the same in class 2A. Simley and Casson don't have to be in the same section. No, they could very easily put the sections together and say, yeah, let's do a little tweak here. Let's move Simley over here to somewhere else. When we get if you to crossed over the top of the section, then... then well, wrestling's tough because all the weigh-ins, they can't. They want to limit the weigh-ins, so they want to do it all in one day. But the high school league has always said competitive balance isn't one of the criteria. Well, it, it, yeah, yeah I don't think it should be the good top for your, criteria, it, but it but should be. They could factor it in if they, like, they know how they do it. They do all the sections. They put all the teams in the section. And then they can look at it and say, look here, look, we got Edina and Minnetonka in the same hockey section. They don't, but just say they did. Yeah. They, we could move one to two and put the other and one to six. They, that's what they've done. Dinah used to be in section two. Yeah. Well, they say it's all geographic. They never eyeball it at the end. Sometimes, a perfect example is the last couple of years when, when Jefferson is in section three in hockey and Creighton is in section two. Section six. Section six. Jump Metro. over Jefferson. To and get girls that. hockey too. Yeah. So why wouldn't you at the end look and eyeball that and say that doesn't make sense. All we got to do is put Creighton in three and Jefferson in six. Well, the problem is that, yeah, they've had, they've had 10, 10, 11 teams in section 10 with St. Thomas Academy moving up. So that's that's been the reason. You're right. Why don't they just move somebody over? Yeah. It's like they forgot to put Creighton in the section, and they went, "Whoops, we got to put them in which section?" <laughs> well, now it's been two years in a row. Yeah, I know, <laughs> back to back, or every two years. I know. 
But that's when it first started. It was like they forgot to slice the treat, and then they went, oh. They don't even have to tell anybody they're eyeballing. They can just do it. <laughs> I know. It looks better on the map if, if it was true. It looks worse when they don't do it. Well, so. there, I guess there's a, there's a push. The Coaches Association for Basketball, uh, boys and girls, ha, has come up with something they believe that the State High School League may go for. They're not uh, calling it the 64-team bracket. No. They're calling it something else in this yeah, high school league. Will. Correct. Uh, so maybe it's the top classes of boys and girls, 4A. We might see something in the next couple of years. Uh, where it's not sections, but it's more of a, you know, like you were talking about the crossover. Um, so I don't understand why that's a big deal, the crossover. I, section 3, boys hockey, and Section 4. Who's in Section 4 for boys hockey? Isn't that Hill Murray? Hill White, Murray, White Bear, White Bear Lake. Yep. Yeah, St. Thomas Academy's in 3. Yep. So you could potentially have, I mean, those are all good teams, but there's been, remember the years of the, or section one, section one, getting teams with 10, 12 losses in the state tournament. You know, there's some other poor hockey sections. There's some basketball sections that are stronger than the other. You still got to earn it, but you might just do it against another another opponent. Just cross it over. I just think, yeah, you'd have to do like one, two, like you're right, because seven and eight is generally the northern half. Uh, Never going to be perfect. No, but the state high school league's going to want. Moorhead or Grand Rapids or Duluth East. They're going to want year somebody. You might, you might get Duluth East and Grand Rapids one year, and then one year you might get Moorhead and Rosa. Yeah. But that's why you could do it in basketball because that's mostly Metro schools yeah. in 4A. Yeah. And Are that's, there any 4A outside of the Metro? What yeah, about Moorhead's probably 4A. Duluth East. Rochester's got to have some 4A basketball. Yes. Uh, Brainerd, I'll bet, is 4A. But they. <laughs> if you can't travel. You know, for one, two games, uh, I mean, uh, at the end of the season, that, that shouldn't be nothing. That's why it works in football, because there's nobody outside the Metro. Yeah. Which is Brainerd the when nobody cares. Yeah. But will Brainerd, will Moorhead, will Rochester, will the Owatonnas, will Duluth East, I think, is, are they 4 in basketball? Yeah, I think so. I assume so. Well, they, you know, they may not like it. Well, they come down well, here for games like anyway, it. so no, they wouldn't like it because... <laughs> That's why that's why Section One always plays their their tournaments in Rochester, even though Lake it's always Lakeville North versus Lakeville South in championships, and they're driving down to Rochester to play that game because they love their they want to have that geographical uh, advantage. Well, Mankato used to do the same in yeah. softball. Yeah. Isn't there really two really good basketball teams, Eastridge and Section Four, and somebody else? Well, Creighton would be in that section. Creighton. So then you got Section Three. We just talked about the best team in Section Three right now. Basketball's got seven losses. So that's Eastview. So then you get to the championship, and all of a sudden Eastview's got to go in and, and, and beat Creighton. they got to beat Creighton to get to state instead of somebody else. And then the other teams, you cross over that way. Eastridge, Burnsville would have to go and play Eastridge or something like that if they're the two or whoever the two is. Hire that, State you, High School. Hire got, this guy. He's ready. Now you got Bring that him represent, up. still that representation, hey. but you got two better teams. You don't have a 10-loss team. Go to the next board beating and yeah, seriously. present that. <laughs> Make sure you credit Southwest News Media, though, for that. They tried. I mean, it, it, it wasn't horrible in football, was it? For that, that, that tournament? And they crossed over? I mean, football's before. to the point where they could have a, a uh, unveiling of the bracket. It, there's so much interest in it in 6A. Yeah, it's, Who gets the buy? Who's going to get the Who's buy? Who's going to get the buy? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get the next four buys when they, when they drop down to 28 teams? <laughs> Who's my winless Egan squad going to play? 
and lose to in the first round. Well, I mean, I think that, yeah, there's there's definitely intrigue in it just because it's different. I mean, that's what people like. They're tired of, you know, seeing the same teams in their region beating each other up, you know. And I think people think it's been watered down with the additional classes. This would at least assure the best teams are getting there. Yeah. You're not going to get all the best teams nope. in there, but you might no. have a chance to get two good teams from the section as opposed to just one, especially in Section 2 basketball. But you're not going to change everything based on you know, Section 2 basketball this year. No, no, but, I mean, you've had – a look at the hockey sections, like the one was example this year. Section three in boys basketball is not very strong. You know, this the Apple Valley is there's no more Joneses left over there. <laughs> they've got about they're going to be about the seventh seed there. Maybe it sounds like. And I'd like to say that it, it changes every like you know you'd say well this year section two is pretty strong but maybe next year it's not going to be geography is geography and. The money is in the Southwest Metro, so Southwest Metro sport their high schools are gonna always be really good. They're always gonna you know? have good teams not making it, but if you can try to find a way to get less, maybe a couple that that in a section championship game where you have two really good teams and they don't play each other, they can somebody go play a weaker section, that number two seed or that lower seed, and you might get two really good teams in there. And if the other team beats them, well, then they've earned it. You know, like if, if Eastview goes and beats a good, really good team from Section 4, then they've earned it by not beating a, you know, a 12-loss team as the number two seed, which is probably going to be this, probably going to be the two seed in Section 3 for boys basketball. That, that, that team's going to have 10 losses. So there'll be a two seed with 10 or 11, 12 losses. Probably be, might be, even be Egan. <laughs> I don't know. There, it... The one thing the current format does, though, it's going to make for a fun, you know, like, couple weekends uh, with, with Section 2. I mean, with boys' back. I mean, like, those semifinal games are going to be But they're going to awesome. be on high seed, too, right? That's yep. right. High seed. Yeah, Eden Prairie's gym is available this year. Probably looks a nice gym. Yeah, but uh, That place will fill up because well, it's... Well, they could have doubleheaders, but they don't have the doubleheaders anymore. So. John Summer likes it that way. Chaskin they had a neutral AD. court last year, didn't they? It was going to yeah, be. it was at Jefferson. It was the semifinals Because Jefferson. Eden Prairie was not available. Eden Prairie was supposed to host the semifinals, or was it the finals that they did? The didn't. finals. No, semifinals. semifinals. And so, so they, they played it at Bloomington. So they themselves, huh? So, but they, they just didn't. Jefferson. They didn't have the jazz. So Jefferson hosted both games. And who hosted the finals at Jefferson, or were they go back to the high seed? Uh, you were there. I wasn't. It was Eden Prairie and Edina. Yeah, where was that at? Was it at Jefferson? No, it was at back at Eden Prairie, wasn't it? At Eden Prairie? I can't really remember. Yeah, geez. <laughs> well, it's all high seed this year. And Dan so. next week will not be here as seeing his neurologist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it'll, it'll be fun. I mean, uh, wherever hockey is, those semifinals, it's going to be fun. Back-to-back games. Well, they split them out so they can get two uh, tickets, but uh, it'll be fun. So at least we got that to look forward to. The mini state tournament. The mini state tournament. The mini state tournament. That's it for Sports for Dummies. I'm Tom Sharn with Dan Huss, Todd Abel, and Eric Rauscher. Rachel Minsk is our producer. Check out more round the clock sports coverage at southwestnewsmedia.com. Thanks for listening.